I haven't heard my voice on a mic in so long. Okay. I always think I sound weird. It's okay. I never like it. All right. Hello, Noah. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. It's my my honor. (laughs) It's my honor. Glad to be here. Good, good. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here. So, how's it been going? How's life been? How's college been? How's it been going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too shabby. No complaints overall. I'm pretty busy, which is, I always try to keep myself busy, but I'm like meticulously trying not to like burn myself out because I know I'm going to reach that point eventually, but yeah, so far, chilling. So far, we've been good. We haven't hit that point yet. Yeah, dude. How are your like midterms going right now? Do you have any or? Um, Next week, I have that mass comm midterm which mm-hmm. i mean i that exam yeah 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 yeah. um it's open notes so yeah. it shouldn't be anything too bad um but it's a class i like it's a class that i'm definitely like it's been the most like engaging class for me so far um because it's like the first class like fulfilling that like that major mm-hmm. so it's been great I love it so far, but so, but we'll see how this midterm goes. Yeah, good luck. Last semester when I was in the class, like, a lot of us didn't do good. But I think he oh, changed the exam to make it easier. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But that class is really fun. Super engaging. I love Garcia. 100% love Garcia. <laughs> that dude's great. So, we opened up this episode talking about Bacardi flavors. What is your go-to drink at a party if you could pick one? Oh my god! Um, like, I'm are a, you? I'm a vodka guy. Yeah. Like when on Friday I was drinking like that, like ninety-nine vodka, like maybe some of the worst alcohol. It's like <laughs> tastes like straight gasoline. It was like strawberry flavored ninety-nine, and uh, I was just heavily mixing it, obviously, because if you drink that straight, you are not human. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it always does the trick. People yeah. people seem to have like very mixed opinions on vodka. Yeah. Like, I have a friend, she's allergic to vodka, so like vodka's off the table every time we hang out. I'm like, oof. I don't know, I'm not a fan of gin. I don't like gin. Okay. Gin. Tequila is okay if I chase it properly. Beer is okay. That's like a casual thing though. You like beer? I'll crack a cold one with the boys. What was that? I don't know. There I'll we crack go. A cold Correct one. answer. Yeah. <laughs> Correct answer. Yeah. That's good stuff. I'm a I'm a I'm a beer guy. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the casual. You're a beer guy. Social drink. You can definitely see that you're a beer guy from like a mile away. For really? Sure. Yeah. Really? Hundred okay. percent. All right. That's 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 fair. That's fair. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> that's funny. So. Let's talk about how we met. We met through Knock Loose. That was like our common mutual interest kind yes. of thing, which yes. is really cool. That's it seems like that's our biggest shared interest is like our music. The 100%. concert that I never went to because I was <laughs> stupid and I was gonna buy tickets too late and I was like, Holy shit, this is hundred and twenty dollars for yeah, a ticket. Dude. I love you, Brian, but I'm not gonna go see this. No. Yeah, um, for real. But yeah. Dude. I was like, I was literally scrolling through Bulls Connect. This is the time I just met like my, you mm-hmm. know, my friends at the time, and I was just like scrolling through, and I saw anybody going to Knock Loose concert, and I was like, oh my god, I've been listening to this band for years, and I've always struggled to find people who are into the same music that I am. And I'm mm-hmm. 
related mm-hmm. to. I've always just like, ha- I've shared that with my father. That's it. And it was like second day of college, and I, you know, met you off Bullsnack because like shared interests, knock loose. And I was like, man, like this is great. Like I just love that. Like it's day two, and I'm already like meeting mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that like are kind of just like into the same yeah. things that I'm into. It's great. <clears throat> so yeah, that's kind of our. You're like the only person right now I can like openly talk to about. Like, yeah, like keep the ox on metal. Keep when you the pick ox me on up. metal. Yeah. yeah, like I listen to it. I listen to it already. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm picking like random people up, I feel like oh, shit. Like, let's put on like the weekend or something. Yeah. Or, like Kanye or some mm-hmm. something that like people won't like shit on mm-hmm. listening. Sometimes if I'm feeling saucy, I'll play like. I'll play like some like Midwest emo or something. Ooh, I'll play some like no. <laughs> I'll play some like modern baseball or some shit. Oh my god. You don't like that kind of music? Dude, honestly, I just started getting into like Midwest pop punk this year. Really? I'm like yeah. I'm I'm very much like like I said, like my my music tastes like all across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there's like no genre that is I leave untouched. Mm. Which That's I very think, good. I think it's pretty cool. Obviously, like I'm not like, if you look at, like, you know, modern, like, contemporary country, I'm not very into. But, mm-hmm. like, there are some artists I will listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I seriously, like, I'm, I'm so diversified when it comes to music taste. So, but. do you listen to country? Because ever since I got here, like, at first I was the whole, like, oh, like, I don't like country, blah, blah, blah. But then I met people here who actually do listen to country, and it's not that bad. What's your take on country music? Like, what you know, at least. Like, what you've heard. Oh, well, obviously, like, you hear the, there's, like, traditional, like, trope of country music, how it's, like, it's all, like, you know, heartbreak, (laughs) alcohol, like, you know, working on my farm, my tractor. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, like, music that we are too young to relate to. Mm. I feel like when we reach, like, the age of, like, mid-20s, we will be Mm -hmm. able to, like relate to that like sad like desolate heartbroken kind of like alcoholic music yeah, almost like, I'm tired yeah. yeah like i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna like a, a bar or whatever a crack in the comb with the boys <laughs> and like and i'm sad i'm gonna go home to my dog and you know i feel like we're too young to like relate to that if like that music is written yeah. targeted towards people who are a little bit like older than us so i feel like that's why we commonly just like shit on it but um mm. That's an interesting take. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't give it, like, a chance, you know? Like, people don't try to listen to country. Because there's also a big spectrum of country music, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of different country music. So it's, like, it's not all just, like, tractors and driving, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm definitely, I like older country a lot. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, like, shit like that. Um, That's just, like... Your, your classic country artist. But then there's some newer, like, I really like Luke Combs. I really do. Um, uh, Blake Shelton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keith Urban, you know, you're, mm. I feel like you're those, like, traditional country artists. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not. Weren't we supposed to talk, talk about metal? Here we are talking We're, about country I was going to ask a follow-up <laughs> question to metal, okay? This is like, this is, when I say I listen to country, like, my playlist is like 40 songs in it, maybe. But, like, Country top. If I get honestly, like I put on country. I used to I used to listen to country music when I drove to work because I worked morning shifts mm-hmm. and I would drive mm-hmm. like. Um, this is when I drove. I worked down in um at the Disney Resort in Vero Beach, so oh, really? when I got off ninety five, 
uh, I had to drive through like the woods, through like you know, it was like the you know the boonies almost. <laughs> so I was like, man, I feel really, I feel like this is perfect. My sun's coming up. It's like six thirty in the morning. I feel like this is perfect time for some country music. So <laughs> I would play like, yeah, uh, God's country, like Shelton. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, some 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 other stuff in there. Uh, but yeah, it just puts you. Oh, Chris Stapleton. I forgot to mention. I I absolutely love. That's probably my favorite country artist right now. I absolutely love Chris Stapleton, and I feel like I feel like metalheads love Chris Stapleton too. Oh, really? Yeah. Like my dad hates country, loves Chris Stapleton. Mm. It's a you know just a great like singer songwriter. Right. Um, yeah, that was one, like one of the few times I listened to country, and I listen. I honestly listen to that if I like get bored of my other music. Yeah, I just like to switch of, it up or something. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I also like. The thing with me and metal is, like, I love metal, but I cannot listen to it 24-7. You know, like, I got to switch it up, probably put something more chill sometimes. Yeah, sometimes like, I get in my car, like, going to my morning classes, and, like, Slipknot starts playing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I like, can't oh, do this turn right it now. off, dude. I can't do this right now. And I know what you will, mean. Like, like, first song of the day is, like, Lorna Short. Yeah, it's, like, 9 it's in the morning. It's a kick in the like, teeth, no. man. I yeah. can't do it right now. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't. But back to the metal thing. So you were telling me, like, you mentioned your father a lot when it comes to you listening to metal and, like, how you, that's how you kind of got into it growing up. I am very similar. My dad, I don't want to say he showed me metal, but he definitely showed me, like, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the old, like, 60s, 70s, 80s music. Mm -hmm. So how big of an influence was your father, you know, into your metal music? Because now it seems like you really like it. Did he show you specifically metal? Because I know you said he... Played in, like, hardcore bands before and whatever. Yeah, so uh, my dad played in a bunch of bands back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, ironically, one of those bands was down here in Tampa. He used to he used to live off of, like, Fowler Avenue. Literally, really? like, 10 minutes away. So he's very mm-hmm. familiar with, like, this whole area. And he was 19 when he moved down here and started mm-hmm. doing all that. And I believe that's when he was in, like, a pop-punk band. He had, like, a little pop-punk mm-hmm. face in there, which I forget about. But he was in, yeah, he was in a bunch of like bigger hardcore bands back where um where where he lived um there was a you know big hardcore scene about like a, we were about like an hour from Philly and about two hours from New York so you had that like mm, intersection mm-hmm. of like those two mm-hmm. scenes and it created this kind of like genre of its own um so yeah he had a pretty big band back there he used to tour some like bigger like 90s hardcore bands. I don't know if like Biohazard, Life of Agony, bands like that. Wow, really? And I know he used to, he used to um, tell a story about they almost got signed to Roadrunner Records really? in the early 90s, but um, that whole thing like dissolved. Like most other bands at the time, mm. short lived. They're all, we're all, they're all young, like hormone filled yeah. kids that like want to go on and do their own. Mm-hmm. things in life and I know my, my dad was talking about getting that band back together for like a, like a 20 or 30 year anniversary type thing because they played back um, like 2009 or something mm-hmm. they played at some like reunion festival and um, yeah they haven't done anything ever since but because obviously everybody's scattered across the country yeah yeah still pretty cool though definitely like you get your influence from him it's yeah. pretty cool yeah, yeah. so he's my dad's always kind of played metal around me ever since I was young. Um, and, like, my mom doesn't like metal. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever we were, in the, we were in the car, he would, like, play, like, clips of, like, metal songs just as a joke. Mm-hmm. And my mom would be like, oh, Joseph, turn that off. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I, it just grew on me. It just grew on me. 
like I think it was seventh or eighth grade, and I was I heard System of Down Toxicity on the mm-hmm. radio on like our local like hard rock station, and I was like, oh my god, like dude, this sh- this shit is good. Like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it. So that System of Down was the first band I ever got into, and that was like a, probably I credit them a lot with getting. So eighth grade, I moved to a new school, and really really hard time in my life like super difficult time probably mm-hmm. the first time i ever like faced like mental health issues mm-hmm. so i was experiencing all these like emotions i didn't know what to do with new friends new surroundings yeah. new house especially in eighth grade like, yeah, yeah and i live i i went from living in a like a you know picturesque like suburban neighborhood where all my friends were been like like literally like doors down, down from each other yeah mm-hmm. to living literally in the middle of the woods half hour away from my school like a half hour away from like a locust like a walmart Mm -hmm. and it was just like the the just like the difference in environment was crazy so naturally i turned to music to help me get over those times i feel like Mm -hmm. that's a thing that a lot of people do do. and it's tried and true and it works the two bands that got me through eighth grade and the two bands that are probably still two of my like favorite bands today were system down and pink floyd Specifically, The Wall, that album, probably mm-hmm. my favorite album ever. I just absolutely fell in love with uh, just the whole like storytelling aspect of it. I mean, mm-hmm. just as a concept album, it's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I wanted to touch on is like because I was watching this interview today with like Bring Me the Horizon, whatever, and then they were saying something about how nowadays people like they like singles a lot more than a whole album, you know, and. I don't know, like, I'd have to disagree. Like, I love the idea of albums, yo. Like, I love the ideas of playing, like, a whole, you know, like, because I feel like an album is, like, a whole, like, concept art, like, you know. Like, I love the idea of albums. I love the idea of, like, the album art. I love the idea of, you know, the little booklets in there. Do you still listen to albums from beginning to end, or are you, like, the shuffle person? Like, a lot of people do. Interesting you say that because there are very few albums that I will listen to back to front. Mm. Very few. I think, I mean, like I said, I'm a huge System of Down fan, so I will listen to all their albums back to front. Right. Like, no problem. I will listen to, you know, Pink Floyd The Wall back to front or like Dark Side of the Moon or maybe like Houses of the Holy Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. or uh, I think White Pony Deftones. I didn't even get to that one yet. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I. There's a couple of Rage Against the Machine albums. I think I, I can do that too. But like, I'm not like a huge, like, out, like I'll sit down for like an hour and like listen to an entire album. Mm-hmm. I try to, especially with like new, like newer albums that come out. I'll be like, okay, I'll give this a shot. But honestly, my attention span for like one ba- listening to one band in a shot is so limited. Mm-hmm. I like variety. That's why mm-hmm. I have my like 2,000 song metal playlist and I'll just shuffle it. Yeah. Like constantly, and I just I like having that those like different styles, like those different subgenres, mm-hmm. like playing, especially when I'm like driving or working out. And the two times I like mostly listen to it. Right, right, yeah. A lot of people, I feel like that's a thing with the newer generation, though. It's just like you know the attention span. Because even like me, like if a new album comes out with a new artist, like I listen to like half of it, take a break, and listen to a bunch of other shit, and then go on for the second half. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think it's an attention thing, and obviously people like singles a lot more too nowadays, but I just think 
the idea of a CD and an album is such like an art form. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I just mm-hmm. wish like people still like listen to the whole album. You know, like in certain situations, like drives and stuff like that. You know, but people get bored of like the same style. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like. I like listening to albums that, and you probably know what I'm talking about. Either, either concept albums, which mm-hmm. you basically like a story or something. yeah, like you can listen to singles off of that album, but it's like it's fractured. Like you have, like if you listen to the entire album, mm-hmm. you'll get the entire. Life. And it flows like one song into another I, kind of thing. That's I love that's that. like audible porn for me. Yeah, like yeah. when you have like this song lead into another song, it just, you don't even notice it like switches songs. It's like a it's seamless like, transition. That's a lot of Pink Floyd too. Yes, love yes, it, love yeah. it, love it. Um, there's a few metal bands who do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just that's just like I. I don't know why that is just so, like, immensely satisfying. I know. To hear one song seamlessly flow into another. I know. Is just, like, an unparalleled, like, audible experience. <laughs> I love it. It's so simple, but I just, like, love it. It's so right. great. Right. So, earlier we were talking about how we, like, um, like, you take a mass comm class, whatever. I used to take it, whatever. So you want to be an English and a mass comm major? Is that what you told me yesterday? Or you're thinking about switching to mass comm from yeah, English? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously the entire world knows that I'm an English major, so I'm obviously <laughs> a complete loser. Um, yeah, I'm 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 proud of it, and I'm like, and I hate it at the same time. Yeah. Like I share some pride in it because like I'm a stubborn person, and I'm like, oh, I'm an English major. Mm-hmm. Nobody else Edgy. is an English major. It's, <laughs> it's well, it's something that like. Like, when you hear some people say, like, oh, I'm a comm sci major, or oh, I'm, like, I'm a, you know, like, chemical Engineer. engineering. People are like, okay, like, I've yeah. heard, I'm, I've just met, like, 30 people in the same day yeah. that are the same major. People are, like, English, like, that's bat, that bats an eye. People mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm. know why you're like an English major. a double take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly because people are skeptical that you're going to find a job. People think yeah. you're just going to work in a gas station for the rest of your life. Yeah, or be an English teacher or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, that's the worst question. People are like, do you want to be a teacher? I'm like, nope. 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 Not at all. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's a part of me that wants to switch from English to mass comm because just, uh, A, because of practicality's sake, knowing that I want to go into journalism, um, I think that, like, majoring in mass communications with that, like, broadcast kind of Concentration, whatever. Yeah, concentration would, like, help me take those classes that are necessarily, like, pigeonholing journalism. Like, mm-hmm. if English is more just, like, creative writing in general, mm-hmm. uh, you know, poetry, fiction. Storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah storytelling, which isn't Story bad, which, isn't, which, which is something that I'm interested in. But um, I'm, like, a solid 90% sure I want to go into journalism, so... That would, I think, mass communications, which I said that's my minor right now, would benefit me. Mm-hmm. Um, just like equipping me with the knowledge that, like, to go into that journalism field because it's a lot of probably a lot of things that I would miss out on if I'm just like an English major. An English major, yeah. yeah it like kind of constricts you more. Boring English major. Um, Wouldn't you know that? English and writing and journalism, like, that's what you wanted to go into, sort of as a career. Uh, 
they are to be honest or was it just like pick your major right now no it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't um i really hate when people do that um yeah so i was never a math kid never uh always always struggled with math never was a fan of it um until i took physics love physics really yeah just it's like you can like apply it's like math but it's applied to like Mm -hmm. real life so yeah, like I was always into writing, always since elementary school. Always into writing, always mm-hmm. was writing stories, always was writing poetry. Um, yeah, I remember my fourth grade teacher wrote in my uh, my yearbook. She wrote like like, let me know when you're a published author. And Sick. I always think about that. Sick. I always think about mm-hmm. that. And I was kind of that kind of. I'm not gonna say that like I had an epiphany when I was like mm-hmm. ten years old because yeah. I'd obviously be bullshitting. But you know? it's kind of like full circle. Kind yeah, of thing. it is full circle. So I um I kind of just like forgot about it for a while. Uh, all throughout middle school, like freshman sophomore year of high school, when I was kind of like you know dicking around, you mm-hmm. know, like I I I was not present <laughs> my freshman and sophomore years of yeah. high school. I was busy doing other things. Um, you know, I, those were my those were my stoner days. Those were my drug days. Yeah, I, I feel so fun days. Yeah, those are my fun days when I was like, you know, I didn't give a single shit about school until mm-hmm. I until um, it was like Christmas of 2019. My my mom got me like a journal, and I just started writing in it, and I never stopped. I haven't missed a day in almost three wow. years. Wow. You're still continuing on or? Yeah. 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 I mean, wow. like that kind of just like, like, <clears throat> I don't know what it was. I think it was just this like writers, this, I don't know how to describe it. It was so interesting because like I got this journal and this is me. I haven't been like, I wasn't meticulously writing at the time. I didn't, I didn't care about it, but I got that journal and I just started writing I haven't stopped since. Wow. So I think that kind of, and like months into it, I'm like, wow, I've like rediscovered my passion for writing. I'm a mm-hmm. really good writer. I'm, that's like the thing that I'm into. So I think that like my mind like connected like the dots. I was like, yeah. okay, yep. you're like writing. You're good at it. Be a journalist because yeah. you can monetize your writing. And being a novelist is like, that's too irrational, Noah. Maybe you can like do that on the side. So, and I, and I'm a big, I like, I like researching and I like talking to people. I like going out there and just like try, like I'm, oh, I'm like so a, like traveling, mm-hmm. talking to people, meeting people. I swear college just made me painfully extroverted where I like need to talk to people where I fall into this like depressive state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't like that before. I was not like that before, but I absolutely love talking to people and meeting people and just like getting to know their, like their stories. And I feel like. Yeah, if you're a journalist, you're a storyteller. Yep. You um you give a voice. I don't like saying give a voice to the voiceless. Yeah. Everyone has a voice. Um like, you just like You just have a platform, yeah, I feel like as you, a journalist. You have a platform. You have a platform. Put out your work and stuff. Exactly. You can, yeah, hundred percent. That's so. very interesting. I'm gonna tell a quick story for mine because I was the same way. Like in high school, I was like, "Shit, I don't know what I want to do in college. Like, I don't know my interests, anything." But I was taking an English class, like dual enrollment, my last senior year of high school, and I took that class, and it was a compare and contrast essay, and I wrote about how old Fallout Boy versus new Fallout Boy, <laughs> and That's how like 
Yeah, and I just wrote the tangent. I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. and she was like, this is like exceptional. Like maybe you should look into this or something. <laughs> like going to college, and I was like, oh, communications or something. Like yeah, it's interesting, right? How like teachers like. Because I remember when I was in elementary, too, like, a lot of teachers would praise my writing as well. So, like, co- like going to college and looking back at it, it's like, yeah, connecting the dots. Like, this is, like, what I like. Because I felt like I was going to go to college, like, not knowing what the fuck I'm going to do for four years and just, like, get a psych major and see where I go. That's a fallback major for everybody. I know. <laughs> that's God. exactly what I picked when I applied. Oh, my God. That's funny. Psych major, Yeah. 100%. Okay, but New Fall Out Boy is way too poppy for my liking. New Fall Out Boy is way too poppy, man. It's not it's even so like sad. It's not even, it's like. It's like arena music. If you're, if you're, exactly, it's like Weezer. If you're like, if you're, Weezer? if you're pop punk, you have to have like an equal distribution of pop and punk. Mm, mm, and mm-hmm, they're just like, mm-hmm. you know, way too pop. much, way too much pop. It just went straight to the pop spectrum. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I hope like their next album, whenever it comes out, changes it up a bit because. Their guitarist, Joe Troman, he just dropped the book and he was like, yeah, that last album we put out, like, I didn't even like it. Like, I didn't, he didn't I don't know if he said he didn't want to put it out, but he was like, mm, that was just not for me. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't really mm-hmm. like what we were doing. And I was like, speak up, <laughs> you know, like, everybody probably thought the same, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's very poppy. But it sucks because Fall Out Boy was the band, I feel like, that really got me into, like, that opened the door to, like, emo music, which went to metalcore and then, like, hardcore and all this that shit. That was your pipeline? Fall Out Boy was my Fall pipeline. Out Boy to, like, Lorna Shore? Yeah. All right. And now we're here. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. It was Fall Out Boy. I'm going to be honest. Like, the first metal song I ever, like, I think before System the first metal song that I ever, like, new enter sandman you know metallica oh, classic wow. classic yeah. song could you believe i've never listened to metallica before you said that and i think that's a complete load of shit i think you should like listen to metallica i think i should too Everybody... i'm not even trying to sound like an old head right now but like uh i think metallica is just that band you have to listen to. yeah Amal- what did i just say <laughs> Metallica was very, like, I heard a lot of bands were influenced by them or whatever. Like, they yeah, were very big. They're the biggest metal band to ever exist. They will, they're never going to be topped. That's true. Like, what metal band, like, sells out arenas? There's That's probably, true. like, three. Kiss. Would K- they sell out arenas? Kiss. I don't even think Kiss is a metal band. I hate Kiss. Garbage. <laughs> I'm not a Kiss fan. Not no. a Kiss fan. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like I was, I've always loved, I've loved Metallica. That's obviously one of that's one of those pipeline bands for mm-hmm. me, like Pioneer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're up there. Uh, Down, Deftones, Metallica. Uh, it was like three of those, like top. Those are like my top three bands right now. And then I started getting into. Um, it's so it's so funny how it got into Knocked Loose. I saw them on a tour poster for with a mirror. They toured oh, with a, really? They toured with a mirror. And I liked, um, I was, and this is the point where, like, I, Amir sucks. Like, they're a, they're a garbage band, but, like, I love them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just so shitty you like They're it, a like, terrible band, but yeah. I absolutely love them. They're just, like, great, like, just, like, you know, workout music. Yeah, like, angry music. Exactly. So they were, they were touring with Amir, and I was, like, saw them on the poster and I was like knock loose that's an interesting band name let's give them a try and I listened to Dead Ringer and I'm like yep. what the hell is going on so yeah and then Laugh Tracks became like that like mm. ah, that's another album I listened to back I to love, front yeah Laugh Tracks so good great album yeah 
That's I just... feel like Knock Loose albums you listen from front to back. Yeah. They're very like they're very concept album too. Yeah, and we gotta get another album. It's been forever. Yeah. Come on, Brian. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. I know you've been touring, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like we got an EP. I want I want more. I need an album. I I need more. An album. That's how I got into Kubla Khan, because I saw them on the Knock Loose poster and I was like, Kubla Khan TX and I looked I was really into Kubacan like way early. Before I was in Anaclus, really? I was listening to Kubacan. That's crazy. Dude, I didn't know Kubacan was like so old. Not old, but I didn't know they like had like a reputation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I was int- that was interesting to see when I first saw it. How do you like the metal scene in Tampa so far? Like from what you've seen in the shows here? Uh, I've only been, how many shows? I've been, I've been to three shows since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I saw, um, God, what was it? It was in April. I saw, um, it was Behemoth, Arch Enemy, uh, Napalm Death, and I'm a big Napalm Death fan. Um, that's my old head band. I just recently got into them. That's my dad's favorite band. Really? Yeah. Favorite band. And I couldn't get into them for the longest time until I realized that, like, shit, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is really... This is really heavy. Just like it's heavy. Really heavy. Yeah, like heavy, like British grindcore. Um nice. I love it. I love it. And I went I went to see them. Mostly because like and I made my dad so jealous because he hasn't seen this band in like twenty years. So oh. they're playing they're playing in St. Petersburg and I went and saw them. I saw Napalm Death and I left. Five songs of Behemoth set and I left because I don't like I don't like like black metal. It's yeah. the one genre I don't like. Yeah. Um, you gotta be like very special person. Satanic. To, like, I'm not metal. satanic. I don't like burning churches. Man. <laughs> I just like I'm not interested by that kind yeah. of stuff. I like I like groovy, riffy, chunky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I like very slow and heavy music. I don't know. Like you know those slow breakdowns where it's like dun 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 dun. Listen dun, to Crowbar. Dun. Do I listen to Crowbar? Or you have love I love Crowbar. Crowbar. I should check out Crowbar. No, the band. Yeah, I should check out Crowbar. Yeah, the band. yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were talking about the venue. Oh no, I forgot there's a venue. venue. Crowbar. Oh, yeah, I forgot there's a venue. My friend got kicked out of their venue. Really? Yeah. They're having an indie night there. Like yeah, next they have indie nights. They have emo nights. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you should listen to Crowbar. Crowbar. They're like really, really just like slow and heavy. Nice. Um. Yeah, I'm really into that too. Yeah. I realized that, like, any band from New Orleans is, like, just, like, slow and heavy as balls. Interesting. Uh, New Orleans? Yeah. Isn't New it Orleans. interesting how, because this country is so big, like, every, like, area has, like, a different scene kind of thing. I am so interested by, like, different cities and their, like, metal mm-hmm. scene. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've, like, mm-hmm. you've, like, barrier thrash metal, like mm-hmm. Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth, all of those bands, like, the Bay Area, California, and you mm-hmm. have... Uh, Texas. Texas is a great metal scene. Mm-hmm. Texas is a fantastic metal yeah. scene. Yeah, obviously, Kubakan. You have like Kubacan. bands like you do that, like Judiciary and like Creeping Death. Power Trip. Rest in peace, Riley Gale. I love that band. That sucked when he died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Texas. Uh, New Orleans probably my favorite like metal city ever. I really? love I love New Orleans bands. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have like Florida. Florida's like. Death metal capital of like, the world. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, like, the Northeast has their own stuff going on, yeah, too. Yeah, like, like, I always hear about, like, the... It's a lot more, like, punk and thrash up there, or am I yeah, wrong? Um, or? Yeah, New York punk. Yeah. Um, I, uh... Mm-hmm. 
New York, the New York punks, New York hardcore scenes. Yeah. Um, Boston has their own has their own shit. Philly has their own shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you have plenty of Jersey bands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting how like each region of the U.S. like correlates to their own like yeah subgenre, sub-genre. music. Mm-hmm. Like, every single area has their own sound. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at like Seattle and they're like grunge scene. Yeah. Way different than like and here that whole sound is like way different than like, Florida's sound. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. It's very interesting. And then like that's just like the United States, but then if you go out to Europe and stuff, like the UK has their own scene. Yeah, oh my yeah. Like Eastern Europe has their own stuff too. Yeah, that's like, all black metal. Like Eastern <laughs> Europe's all black metal pretty much. Really? Yeah, cuz like all those like black metal bands from like Poland or Yeah, like, like freaking what was like that one like they just they're from Russia or whatever and they're super heavy. They just Yeah, I forgot the name. Yeah, bands from Russia. Mm-hmm. Slaughtered her veil. That's the band I was just thinking that, about. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly but enough, it like blanked out. Completely. They're technically from England. Are they really? Yeah, they're from England. Like obviously, like I forgot the vocalist name. Alex. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. He lives in Orlando now. Yeah, he lives next to Franz from Attila. Really? Yeah. They live next. They're neighbors. I don't know if they're neighbors, but he, Franz definitely helped them out to get a house oh in Orlando. God. I forget. Isn't that so weird to I think? I forget Franz is like a person. <laughs> Real. He once responded to my comment on Instagram like a few years ago. What did he say? I said, I, I love you, Franz. No homo. And then he said, like, he said, full homo full. always. <laughs> Keep it 100. I literally have the screenshot if you want to That's see it. That's hilarious. It was maybe one of the funniest things. That I forget about. I'm like, oh, Chris Frog. <laughs> you just look back at it. Told trouble. me to keep it full homo always. 100%. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't he like a porn star now? Mm hmm. He makes OnlyFans with his girl. They just had a kid too. Bro, his kid looks exactly like them. Bro That's had kids crazy. with his, like, his old girlfriend or something. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude's a menace. Dude is a menace. He's uh, so funny though. I moshed with Franz at the last Attila concert. Really? Prison was opening up. And we were all moshing, and he was in there. We were moshing. It was pretty fun. Attila's one of those bands that can't stand, but like I'm going to see them next week. <laughs> I would see it. I would see Attila just to see like the absolute like idiocy mm-hmm. of Attila. Uh, yeah, yeah, like terrible music. Like lyrically, like some of the most lyrically, like yeah. misogynistic garbage lyrics ever. But like, like I said, it's it's like a mirror. It's like I a mirror. like it. I like it. It's like I don't it's care. Like guilty pleasure. It's so bad. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. I don't get a lot of hate, but like I've definitely gotten comments before where people are like, "Wow, you like Attila? You like Amir? You like that stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I need to. I just need to like. I'm gonna find this comment. Um, you should find it. I'm going to. I have it. I have a screenshot on my phone. This was like a while ago. This was like 2018, I'd say. Was this like when they toured with Amir or no? I don't know if that was a. Cause I know they toured with the mirror. On, like, I've never, I never tour. seen them. Um, I don't think I would pay money to see them. Let's see screenshots. Me paying money to see them. <laughs> You're seeing them in West Palm Beach, right? Yeah. Oh my god. It's for their ten year Rage anniversary tour. Yep, here it is. So this is April thirtieth, twenty nineteen. <laughs> I said, Franz, you're cute as fuck. No homo. 
Franzilla responded, full homo always, keep it 100. No way. That, and then I have photo proof of that happening. Oh, whoa, let me see. Oh my god, full homo always, keep it 100. Wow, nice. <laughs> and it got 43 likes, so. Nice, got your little clout moment. Got my little clout. Good yeah, shit. That is so embarrassing. My, my profile picture was Playboy Cardi Die Lit. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my Cardi phase. You went through a Cardi phase? I have not gotten out of my Cardi phase. You're still in the Cardi phase. Honest to God, the only reason why I've listened to Cardi is to piss off um, the girls I was dating at the time. Mm -hmm. It's been like three straight of like, I'm absolutely hating Cardi, and I love Cardi. Mm -hmm. So like, I just listened to it to piss them off. So like, a lot of your exes did not like Cardi? We got it. We're emerging into dangerous territory here, Okay, okay, well, let's back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Was it... One or multiple? Multiple. I don't okay, know what okay. it is with, with them hating Playboy Cardi. And I'm like, I once, I remember, it, this is like one of my exes like years and years ago. I remember I tried to like put her on to Cardi. And she hated rap music. Mm. She hated rap music. And I was like, dude, you got to be racist or something. Because <laughs> like, how can you hate rap music? Just like listen to like Travis Scott or something. I'm a huge <clears> metalhead, <throat> but I love rap. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. It's like, listen to, like, Travis Scott or something. Or, I don't know, like, Kanye or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Listen to something. No. She was, like, Harry Styles, One Aww. Direction, Tame Impala. I'm like, oh. like yeah, yeah, you Taylor Swift. Oh, my oh, God. Oof, I was like, dude, you, you have to be racist. Taylor, you have <laughs> Taylor to be Swift racist. fans are like a different breed, yo. Dude, she is a different breed. She is a different breed. She is a different breed. If she, if her, if her top two artists are Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, yeah, uh, run away. That's a red Especially flag. Especially Taylor Swift. Like she's Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like such a bad host. I'm just like, yeah, getting your guest completely shit face. I'm fine. I can. I can hold this is like that. fucking no jumper. Like the yeah. joints and shit. Oh my god, no jumper. Ugh, man. I used to watch that on it, like like unironically. Right, ironically. I was like, man, I want to be Adam Twenty Two. Adam Twenty Two. I want to be him. Like, he has OnlyFans with his girl too. He's had OnlyFans. Yeah, he's been banging his porn star girlfriend for years and years. Oh, they have now. a kid Honestly, too. good for them. Good. For what do you them. think about people who? Like, a big celebrities and stuff who have OnlyFans and they have kids. Like, what do you think? Like, when the kid grows up and stuff. Do you think know. that's, like, we'll just figure it out like, um, when we grow up? Or? I, don't, I don't really have an opinion on that. But, like, mm. if people want to make an OnlyFans, I'll, go ahead. Yeah. Just, like, go ahead. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to be honest with, like, and this is my little political statement. As much as, like, women's bodies try to get controlled by the government and by just, like, society and and you know you know expectations of humanity mm -hmm. if you want to take that power back and like monetize your own body through only fans fucking go ahead mm -hmm. like like there are so many like forces at play that try to like restrict women mm -hmm. and i think that's just like taking the power back you know mm -hmm. like like fuck you i'm gonna make money off of my that's tits. a and that's interesting. I never correlated, like, the two together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, like, an interesting perspective. That's just, like, my own take on it. That's a good, interesting take, though. Like, I never thought about it that way. Is that, like, would you say that's, like, the same with, like, reclaiming words and stuff like that, or no? What do you mean? Like, reclaiming words. You know 
you know how like the gay community is like reclaiming the F word and stuff like that? Oh, or like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, or like Hispanics would like spick or something. What do you I think about reclaiming words? I don't know. Do you have an opinion on that or no? <laughs> Go ahead and say it, man. I'm not going to say it because like that's rude. Um, Like I'm not going to, you know. No, yeah, like you're not going to say it. I don't know. Oh, I just think it's no. like. like I, yeah, I, God, I mean like reclaiming words. I feel like it's a double-edged sword for me. I don't know. Because um, like, we had this debate in class about it. About nothing's going to stop it. Nothing's going to stop it. Yeah. So, um, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's, like, millions of people in this world, like, to get everybody on the same page. Like, there's always going to be, like, that one bastard who's like, no, you know? Yeah. He's going to want to do what he wants to do. Very I'm a, interesting. I'm a big believer in people should just, like, do whatever they want. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. As long as they're, like, responsible and, and respectful. And, yeah, keep their fellow neighbor in mind. Mm-hmm. It's really a really shitty philosophy on life. That's what I was going to... Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. That's like my own question that I asked. That I that I was like thinking. I was like, "What is your, what's your philosophy on life?" My philosophy on life. Yeah, My everyone. Life everyone has like this. Everyone has this like kind of like mantra, that like they yeah, like carry mantra. with them mantra. like through their day to day. Well, my college mantra is, "I'm here for a good time, not a long time." But that's a college. That mantra. was my Instagram was bio for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm not. Ash- I'm not ashamed to admit it. Right now, it's, it's just, it. yeah, yeah, I'm an open book, man. I'll, I'll say anything. I think mine, no my, like, word. life philosophy is, like, live and let live. Even though that's, like, a very corny saying, it's, like, live and let other people live their lives, you know? Yeah. And just, yeah. just vibe, like, you know, just, just coexist and live, you know? Yeah. Like, don't be so worried yeah. about or what's going on in everybody else's shit, you know? Like. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I take every day. Me personally, I'm I can very very much get anxious from like looking ahead, looking ahead at right. at life, looking ahead at my week, looking Future. ahead at the month, looking ahead, yeah, just like staring into the abyss. Yeah, and your mind starts to fill up all of these yeah. like fears and worries and questions and things you get to do, things you get to say. like oh like do I have enough money like am I seeing just mm-hmm. you, you start to like, I start to freak myself out. So I, I have to, and I swear to God, my dad is like my personal therapist because we struggle a lot. He honestly is more helpful than my therapist right now. <laughs> um, so like I, we struggle with a lot of the same like mental health issues, um, which I feel bad saying, oh, it's great. Struggle with the same shit. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just good to have somebody like to. I'm very yeah. thankful that like once I started like opening up to my dad especially with, like, my, my issues, he has become so much more, like, he'll text me, like, hey, like, how you doing? Like, you know, like, hey, like, you doing? Like, and, like, and I'll say to him, like, I literally just texted him yesterday. He was like, hey, but, well, like, you know, like, how you, like, how's your week been? And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to lie. It's fucking sucked. Like, I've had a really up and down week. I've definitely been struggling, like, uh, ever since, like, I, came back here like i've just like it's been a constant like emotional whirlwind and he was like you know he sent me a whole ass like paragraph and i remember there's one thing that he said that like has been like burned in my brain ever since i read it yesterday he was like there is no wrong decision if it brings you peace i'm like man oh my god yeah let that sit in yeah like, <laughs> like shit i'm about i'm about to get that tattooed on me god damn it noah <laughs> 
Oh man, I'm going to Ink Villains, man. I'm Good going to Ink it. Villains. Get I'm getting. Oh no, there's another tattoo I want. Oh shit. Yeah. Goddamn like, it, Noah. There's like. 30 fucking tattoos that I want and I just gotta like pick which one feels good in that moment and then I'll <laughs> yeah, get I it. I know what you mean. Yeah, my wallet hates me but like I got, I got skin that needs to be colored, man. True, um, true. So yeah, if um, there's no wrong decision if it brings you peace. Um, That's so now, really good. I'm gonna start thinking yeah. about that. I'm like, because yeah. I'm constantly somebody who's like mulling. I, I struggle with indecisiveness. Yeah. I struggle with indecisiveness. I always had since I was a kid. And I kill myself and I with with anxiety over like, oh, did I make the right decision? Should I do this? Should mm-hmm. I do that? Like, uh, let me just like let me make a pros cons list for each thing. Yeah. Yep. And I get so lost within whenever I do make a decision, I half ass it. Cause I'm I'm always wavering. I'm always wavering. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just gotta you know, make a decision, and mm-hmm. I'm with it. Yeah. And I'm with it. Like, that yeah. was the choice that I made at the time. That was the best decision I thought I could make in that exact moment. And if it brings me peace, there is no wrong decision. It was not a bad decision. That was very true. I'm going to think about that for a long Dude, time. Let that sit, man. Yeah. My let dad that is, sit. My dad is quite the philosopher when he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Very thankful for that. Very thankful. That's very good. Very In real, good. real shit. <laughs> real this this shit. could be our per, this can be a perfect transition to talking about parents. Don't you want to talk? You yeah, want to I was talk just about, about to bring that up. 100%. Yeah. 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 So you were telling me a couple, I don't know, last time we hung out or whenever it was, how like at the beginning your parents like didn't, I guess, like acknowledge like your mental health problems and stuff growing up, which is like very relatable to that sense. But now you're saying like, you're, ever since you spoke up about it to your dad, he's actually a lot more understanding about it and stuff. Is that like the same relation with your mom or? Oh my oh, wait, god! Oh, first off, do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah, I had never knew that. Yeah, I have my sister. Uh, Older. She's or she's eighteen. She just turned eighteen. Oh, very close in age. So. Yeah, uh, I could go on and on about my sister because some shit mm-hmm. has gone on. So I first, God, I said it first came out to my dad. I first <laughs> first came out to my dad. <laughs> I first started talking about like my mental health issues with my dad because I know my dad struggled with bipolar disorder. My dad always struggled with. My dad used to have panic attacks when I was mm. a kid, and mm. uh, he landed in the hospital uh, a few times because of it. So I knew that he had he has, and my dad I knew he was going to therapy, and he's been on um um Wellbutrin, and um so I was like okay. Chances are he's dealing with the same exact thing that I'm dealing with, obviously to a bigger scale because the man's 49 years old. So a little bit different, but, you know, Mm -hmm. still I can take solace in knowing that, like, my voice is heard and I am respected through my mental health issues. So I I literally, ironically, I literally opened up to him about my issues right before, like, my entire fucking, like, life went to shit. Literally, like, a day before everything just like came crashing down mm-hmm. i talked to him about my my issues which is kind of ironic because yeah it only great got, timing it only got worse but i'm glad i did it when it I only did went it. downhill from here yeah 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 it's it's i'm just i'm still just like trying to like pick up the pieces right now i know I'm. Doing, i feel you i know i'm doing better i know i'm doing yeah. better like i know i'm making a lot of progress with myself and like dealing with my emotions and dealing with myself because living by yourself is tough it's tough it shit. is it's it rough is. shit. Like, honestly, man, like, like, we like constant. That's like something that affected me a lot when I moved out to college was just like 
being alone constantly with your mind and yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that happened a lot when the pandemic hit to a lot of people being on shutdown and all that stuff. Like, because I feel like with me, like my problems came to light when the like, you know. That like, is that was... very interesting you say that because that is one of my main struggles right now. Being alone with myself and my thoughts, mm-hmm. it feels an honor. Yeah, it's just something that, like, I, I am always just trying to keep myself busy. I am always trying to take advantage of, like, opportunities where I can socialize, opportunities where I can be with people because I like being alone. I used to think it was great. Now I've, like, recently, like, lost the ability to, like, do that. Mm-hmm. And then I start to make really irrational decisions, like adopting a cat. Like impulsive. Yeah. Getting like, oh. But uh, solitude. Because like you said that you used to enjoy being alone a lot too. Mm-hmm. I would come home from school, from practice. I'd enjoy my alone time. But when you have so much alone time, like that's all you have, it gets kind of scary, you know? And I feel like you appreciate your alone time a lot more when you're with a bunch of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just spent the whole day, like yep. you said spending your socialization like the whole day when you get home like you're good to relax like you're not thinking about it but it's just like the idea of being alone constantly like i don't know like you said fill up your time fill up your time like that's what i try to do yeah i'm i am notorious for like planning like three things with with different people at the same exact same time (laughs) yes yes i do that because like i'm i'm admittedly bad at saying no to people Mm-hmm. So, like, somebody, like, I remember, like, last Thursday, I was invited to play Dungeons & Dragons at, at my frat house. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was invited to a poker night by one of my friends. At the same time, and I was like, yeah, I said, I said yes to both of them. I'm like, oh, man, I got, I got a bail on somebody. So, I ended up going to the D&D thing. <laughs> and I had a great time, and a great time. I pack my I pack my schedule, mm-hmm. and sometimes I get overwhelmed with it. But I feel like mostly I love it. Yeah, I love being busy. Better to have too much than too little. I feel like exactly, exactly. Yeah. I just, my <laughs> mom refuses you? to like get me on meds. Refuses to mm-hmm. freaking like. Uh, I'm gonna, God, he talking shit about. I hate it, but I know. Yeah, I just like I I'm I'm at the point where I think I need like to be on something. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But like, my mom thinks I'm like crazy. Yeah, for, for thinking that, and I'm like, yeah, I am crazy. It's when, that's why we that's, need it. That's why we need it. Yeah, I forgot, what, what, was, what your, was the question? What was your question. <laughs> the question was when, like, how old were you when you started to really like? Be like, holy shit! Like I do have a problem, oh, and this is affecting my yeah, everyday 19, life. Yeah, nineteen, age nineteen. Nice, cool. Nineteenth <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Maybe like four months ago. Wow. Not even joking. You turned nineteen in February. No, January, right? End of January. Come on, you know my birthday. You know it. Stop. I, I'm asking the questions here. You know my birthday. Okay. January twenty fifth. Yes. Yes. January sixth. Yes. Cool. I'm good. Cool. Cool. Um, Four months ago is when I had a like realization, like man, my mental health is garbage mm-hmm. because a lot of things happened. A lot, basically, like the entire the entire life that I built myself my first semester of college 
like went went away, mm-hmm. went away overnight, overnight, just like came crashing down on me, and like just like I was left completely by myself, and I became so accustomed to spending my day to day life with people. I was never by myself. Mm-hmm. I could not deal with the solitude. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. And I still, and honestly, I still feel that to an extent. It's like I, I hate comparing myself to like how I was months and months ago because like my summer sucked. Like June, July, awful months, terrible months. I, my mental health was like all-time low those two months and I am doing so much better now and I was and I just like hate comparing myself to that to that mm-hmm. like point in time but uh, god I forgot the question again I just get so lost it in my was own just train like of when thought. did you know like your mental health problems yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it was like four months ago it was okay like, but so... do you think like four months ago you were like damn my mental health is bad or do you think like Oh, it's always sucked. You, like, when, no, I mean, like, when did you first realize, like, well, maybe I do have, like, a problem or something? Like, okay. maybe this is, like, beyond, like, just me being sad, for example, or, like, angry, you know? Like, maybe so, this is, like, deep-rooted or some shit. So, I've, I've honestly always think that I've, like, dealt with, with mental health issues, like, mm-hmm. depression. I'm gonna say namely. Yeah. Honestly, ever since I moved in eighth grade. There was just no conversation about it around my house. Even though my, it was so weird because my dad was dealing with all of these issues throughout all of my life. And my parents made it so, they put such an emphasis on making it like hush hush. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Do you feel depressed? No. Mm. You're just sad. You're just sad. You're just sad. You're just sad. I feel like every parent Don't does that. Don't wake up better tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was no conversation about mental health, so I ignored all signs of my own mental mm-hmm. health. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. Until people were like, oh, no, Noah, like, you sound mentally ill. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, you sound. No, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. your, your pattern of behavior. Like, that's concerning. What you're saying, thing. your pattern of behavior, I know you're not a risk for you at yourself or others, but, like, it's concerning, right? It's, it's yeah, a little bit they, concerning. Yeah. When I got to college, a lot of people told me that. They're like, some of the things you say is, like, concerning. I kind of did get called out a bit in college where I was like, shit, like, you know, maybe, like, this is not, like, a joke, you know? Like, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I me apologize. Too. Yeah, I I had the same the same moment. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was kind of like a, the more and more people said it, I was like, like and I became, yeah. I became more hyper aware of my own, like, and I admittedly, I've gotten so much better at it since I've gone to therapy and I'm able to like process it more, like break it down more instead of like being lost within like that, that like certain emotion. I am, I use, I'm like dealing with like self-destructive tendencies and there was no given like moment during like whether it would occur or not. Like somebody would say something, right? Or do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something that would set me off mm-hmm. and I would shut down, remove myself from the situation, probably just leave, get in my car and leave and like refuse to talk to anybody right. about and what happened. Right, and just go ghost. And that is yeah. so fucking frustrating for, for other people from their perspective. Mm-hmm. And I understand how that had such an impact on my relationships mm-hmm. and my friendships. And I'm like, oh my 
God, I kept on pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing these people to the edge. I kept on pushing them away. And I was like, one point, at one time, they're going to stop. They're going to stop fucking with me. They're going mm-hmm. to be like, okay, that's enough. But I kept on doing it, and I was like, no, I'm going to get away. These people love me. These people love me. They're never going to. And they did. Yeah. They did. And yeah. They did. Well, and... when was that? Was that um, summer? or? Yep. That was during the summer, yep. really. Summer semester? Wow. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the regrets that I carry. I, yeah, I, I, I carry. I have a lot of regrets from like how I used to act because I'm a I'm a very different person than I was last month. I'm a very different person yeah. than I was mm-hmm. last week. I was a very different person than I was six months ago. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly learning new things about myself. I'm constantly learning new things about the world around me. That's why we're here in college. Yeah, like, that's why we're here to learn. Yeah, exactly. To learn not only expand our exactly education exactly, but just like. Education on everything, yeah, you know, not just like book work, yeah, 100%. so God, I lost my train of thought again. But like, sorry, I think it's <laughs> I feel like I cut you off and you're like, fuck, you don't, cut, you don't cut me off. I just like start like going on tangents, so it's just yeah, hey, totally how I fine. Roll. but yeah, like I was, I, I now realize my 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 bullshit back then. I'm like, man, I fucking did that, yeah, like I ruined all of this, and I try not to. I have a lot of regrets, but I try not to like wallow in those yeah. regrets. Like if I can, I can sit in a state of self pity, mm-hmm. and I can cr- make myself cry like a bitch. To be honest, yeah. I can, and I do sometimes. But I feel like there is absolutely no use in just like <clears throat> having these regrets and just like sitting and in wallowing them. in it. Yeah, we like you have these regrets. What the fuck are you gonna do about them? Right. Like you have to go out there. And move on. Move on and be a better person and like try like to learn from it yourself. too. Yeah. 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 So that's something that's the, like with sorry, cut you off again. Oh, so like that's just where I'm at right now. Yeah. That's something like I'm learning with my mental health as well as like when I make a mistake or I like fuck up whatever, it's like, okay, let's learn and like not try to do it again, you know, or like, you know? It's, it's, it's like, I feel like it's very hard. And I know, like, it's not just you and me relating to this shit. Like, I know a lot of college people as well are, like, going through the same stuff, you know. College is a very vulnerable time. You know, like, you're an adult, you're alone, you're moving away from your family, you're with your thoughts your whole time, like, and you gotta be productive, too, like. Yeah. It's definitely, like, being in college, like, as a freshman, it's definitely a vulnerable time because it's very different from being a freshman in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a freshman in high school, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, like, are you so nervous? Like, this is a new stage. But, like, when it comes to college, they're like, yes, they praise you. And it's like, shit, this is so much more scarier, scarier, you know? It's so much, like, it's so much being yourself. Like, you just have to be alone. Mm-hmm. And it's it's scary. Like you said, the social aspect of Yeah, definitely, like, a social aspect is very important. Sorry I ghosted you. It's okay. We talked about it and we know. Sorry yeah. I talked about you on my podcast. <laughs> you did? Well, I just mentioned the story of you and you know who. About how like we met and then like the next day you guys ghosted me. You talked about that on your podcast? Yeah, I didn't mention oh. names though. Okay, okay. I didn't mention names. Uh, no, no, that's fair. That's like fair. I didn't like expose you guys. I was like, that's fuck fair. these guys. I'm going to be yeah. yeah, like, well, nah, nah, nah. Hey, if you're a regular listener, it's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm Full f- circle, guys. finally Full putting... Circle. Finally putting a voice in the story right Put now. Putting a name to the face. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely. Like, 
understand like the isolation and shit. Like it's hard. Like I wonder how many more people, like more freshmen like us, are going through. I know it's a lot, but oh, like I think about that all the time. I'm like, man, like I think I'm such like I'm like alone here. And I'm like, yeah, oh, man, probably like half the damn school is struggling with this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm like, dude, I'm like fucking crazy. Like, I'm like mental. Like, oh my God. But then I like, because I feel like that's also like in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're going through that episode or whatever, you're like, you think you're like complete dog shit. You're like at the lowest. But then when you step back and you're like, no, like this is pretty common. Like at least with me, because like, I know I have like severe depression and I just know a lot of people also have depression too. Like I know I'm not like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's scary because... It's also scary to talk about it, you know? Like, you're not just going to bring this up with somebody, like, randomly, you know? Or oh, would you? I will. Oh, you would? Oh, well, okay. Maybe I would. I that's, that's me. I that's would. Me. That's I, I'm an open book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm an that's open true. book. I will fully, I will fully tell you all my shit. <laughs> I will. Listen, man. Fuck small talk. Listen, small talk has its place in time, but, dude, like, trauma dump on me. Honestly, like, can we have? Oh man, can we You've have? You've been wanting me to trauma. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. No, I'm not saying you. No, I feel like because I, I, I am constantly like telling you about my issues, and you're like, mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm listening. You're like, yeah, man, I don't know, because you're like, because you're like, yeah, no, shut the fuck up. Um, no. Like, yeah, man, I think you should do it, man. I think you should go. You just tell her how you feel, man. Because like, I don't know. There's no answers for my issues. I just feel yeah. like talking about it. Yeah. I'm not I saying you and Cecilia trauma dump, although I'd appreciate that because I feel like we have this like reciprocal conversation going on. Yeah. 100%. But like people, people in general, tell me your shit. Yeah. Tell me your shit. I promise. I promise that I have my own shit. You can talk about your shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like we all want to like vent. We all want somebody to like listen, yeah. just like just, just like hear listen. us. Yeah, I don't need to give you any any constructive things on me. Yeah, I don't do. want advice. I just want you to listen. Just like thing. listen to me talk. Make sure I don't sound totally crazy. Mm-hmm. Just like I need to like voice my train of yeah, thought. Yeah, just say it out loud, hundred percent. But that goes like what you were just saying about how you trauma dump easily to me, but I'm kind of like more closed off towards you. I feel like that had a lot to do with my parents and growing up as well with them, like ignoring the mental illness. Like, like you said, like, Oh, depression, you're just sad. Like get over it. You know, I feel like that definitely followed me into my adult life where I'm very standoffish. Like I got my walls up and stuff. And I know a lot of people struggle with that as well. Like, growing up like that's a big stigma you know like growing up in a household where like they teach you not to talk about it keep it hush hush so then when you do become an adult you try to keep it to yourself and keep it hush hush so i like admire you a lot for being so open about it you know especially like what you just said earlier it's pretty good like i don't know no holds barred what no holds barred what does that mean not not i'm not holding anything back you ever heard that phrase before no i'm not holding anything back that's really good yeah, like just like I need to take some from you because I feel like I'm very. Like, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a yeah, blessing and a curse. Yeah, because yeah, I, like... I have this friend. She like she's been through a lot. I'm not gonna lie, but she like trauma dumps like this. Like she'll tell you her whole life story like this, and I'm like, holy shit! Like I can't. Like I'm so standoff. Here's the thing. I never, ironically, I never used to be like this. Really? I used to be so emotionally shut down. Really? So emotionally shut down until it literally was like months ago. I had this freaking like emotional transformation throughout myself. Now I'm like. Everything's out. Everything. Open. Everything. Because I'm like, there's no use to being emotionally shut down. I used to be such a little bitch because I wouldn't say how I felt. 
I was just like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. This like, is a call out. I promise I'm good. I'm calling myself out. I'm calling myself out. Like the month of like April. <laughs> oh my god. April Noah. April Fuck Noah. You. April Noah. Fuck you. You little bitch who just want to be honest with his own emotions. Okay. There's no. There is not. That's not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. That is not helping anybody. Yeah. You're not Sometimes helping yourself. Vulnerability helping is a good thing. Exactly. Exactly. A healthy amount of vulnerability. Yep. We're all dealing with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Let's create that conversation. It's just, it's nothing, it's nothing that we have to be ashamed of. It's mm-hmm. nothing that we have to hold back. Like, literally, everybody, everybody at this school is dealing with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we think it's just Dude, so. Yeah. It's so, I feel like it's still so stigmatized. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's still, I think, yeah. like. We were kind of taught to keep it hush hush, but we're kind of the ones breaking like the echo chamber or whatever it's called. Like yeah. we're finally stepping out and talking about it. But it is a little scary to be the first like generation to do that, you know? Or I feel like it's trailblazers. probably just me. We are the trailblazers. Yeah, we are the trailblazers. Really? I feel like we're the trailblazers for a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like speaking about like how the internet, especially, like we're the first generation that has like the internet all around us, technology all around mm-hmm. us. Like we're not like, holy shit, this new iPhone or oh my god, like the, we have a television now. Mm-hmm. Like that's also like big pressures. Like I feel like we feel like a lot of pressures, you know? We're also really young. Oh, we used to like single handedly save this damn planet. Yeah, yeah, that's another pressure we have to deal with. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> gotta solve, save the planet. We gotta solve climate change, or yep. we're fucked. Solve climate change, fuck, dude. Yeah, just like a lot. That's something I wanted to talk about on this podcast today too. It's just like a lot of the pressures. I feel like going into college, post pandemic, being an adult on your own to a whole, not a whole new world, but a very different world than how it was before. You know, the pandemic hit. You know, and just trying to navigate life and trying to navigate yourself while also following through with your career and keeping up with class like i know you relate to a lot of that stuff with me as well because we're both because we're both college freshmen we came in at the same time we've had the same amount of semesters you know like yeah very interesting it's very difficult Uh, i wonder because it's very common like it's definitely very common it's like one in five americans have like a mental health problem or something Uh, put in perspective five out of five americans to be honest i know that's what I'm saying. I'm like, one out of five. Those four Americans are just too nervous to like. Admit <laughs> the four Americans don't admit it. Or they're in denial. They're like, they're like April yeah, Noah. Yeah. They're in denial. They're April Noah in denial. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I will fully, I'll fully air out my shit. Now I shouldn't do it necessarily right now, considering this is going to be like published on the web. Yeah. And um, my future employers are probably going to hear this. <laughs> Why are you talking about Bacardi? <laughs> ah, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I can't have them working here. Uh, except Vice. They would love that shit. Yes. Oh, man. For real. Show uh, us to Vice. Shout out to Vice. Jubilee. I'm gonna Yeah. I'm gonna work there eventually. That would be sick. I can see you working at Vice, dude. That's what my honestly, when I was a junior in high school, my uh, English teacher. Um, shout out to Miss Picciano, love her. Period. Um, she was like, she literally said it, like Noah, like I can see you like working on like in like the Middle East somewhere, like on like for yeah. some story for Vice, and I was like, yeah, 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 I see that. that's great. I can totally do that. And ever since, I've just been like fascinated with Vice and fascinated with like the stories they cover, mm-hmm. and I want to work. 
I'm going to work for Vice. You Manifest that shit. You right heard now. it here first. You it heard is, it here. It is um, October, October 11th, 2022, and I'm in like three years' time. I'm gonna be in my cubicle and in Vice headquarters, <laughs> Montreal, Quebec, oh, Canada. Sick. I'm yo. gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. That's sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes, dude. Do you ever get excited thinking about the future, or do you think that just leads to your anxiety? No, I get excited. You get excited? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, Love I it. feel you. Yeah. I, that's a good motivation factor. It is. Because it's very, like, scary yeah. not seeing your future and, like, not knowing me, what the yeah. fuck you're going to do. That gets me going. It really does. Mm -hmm. I, I realize mm -hmm. why I'm here. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm so thankful for college. Like, you know, relationships and people aside, just, like, the college aspect, the education, learning professors, that's, learning groups. That's exactly. It's so, gra like, so satisfying. It's grounding. It's grounding, yes. It's it grounding. It feels so good. Because you realize why you're here. You realize the true intention of why you're here. Mm -hmm. Those are the foundational pieces that make you you right now. Mm -hmm. College. Mm -hmm. So once you start like focus into that, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Because that's self-improvement inherently. Yeah. yeah. I should be a fucking therapist, man. I'm good. Dude, what you said was really good. Because <laughs> I remember... I remember my first semester here, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but, like, people were telling me, like, Bia, like, you're spending so much money at a university. Like, people don't even get degrees nowadays. You don't need a degree. But I told myself, I was like, you are here not just for an education. You are here to make connections as well. Because I feel like with our majors and stuff, like, journalism and making connections and talking to people and uploading, like, you need connections. Like, you need people who are, like, in there. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. know what's going on. So college is way more than just connections. Or just the education part of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like. exactly, exactly. I'm here mm -hmm. to I'm here to meet some new people and like blackout drunk sometimes. Like yeah, oh, yeah. we've been there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here to walk home from the club at three thirty in the morning. Dude, have the walk of shame from my friend's dorm at five. Did, did you know I walked I walked home? I told you right. I walked. When did you walk home? Friday when you picked me up when you picked me, when I went to the parking garage. My car was at the venue. On 42nd Street. I, Wait, did I drop you off at your house that night? Where did I drop you off? You dropped me off. My car was in the MSC. You dropped me off my car. I'm just saying, so okay. my car was at the venue. Yeah. I Ubered to Mint. Mm -hmm. And then I walked home with my friend from Mint all the way back to 42nd Street at 3.30 in the morning. Noah. And then I drove to the MSC. And that's where I knew you picked me up from the MSC. We went to... Back to my place. Yeah. And then, wait, where? so where'd you leave the car? MSC, the parking garage. You left it there overnight? No, you drove me back to the MSC to grab my car. Oh, and then you drove your car back to MSC. Very confusing, but, like, what is that's what happened. That? That's what happens in college. <laughs> dude, I just know we've had some crazy-ass stories in college, dude. Oh, my God. Oof, that could, dude. Can that be an episode by itself? We could definitely... I want to make an episode where I just... Tell a bunch of fucking stories and shit. I'm scared to do it, but I want to do it, you know? <laughs> names and all. Names and all? Oh, my <laughs> no, God. Doesn't, no, 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 no. Don't get yourself killed. No, no, not names. Don't not get name. yourself no. killed. In my last episode, I didn't even say names, so you're good. Well, now they know your name, but Yeah, it's, okay. it's me. It's me, everybody. In the flesh, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> totally oh, cool, though. What's man. your hat? Celestial Realm. I got it from Urban Outfitters. It was like 10 bucks. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. I thought know. it was like some band or something. Yeah, no, it's just some weird Urban Outfitters shit. Crazy shit, yeah. crazy shit. Got so, it on sale. So, dub. Dub. Period. I just love hats. 
You do love hats. I love hats because my hair is insane. I haven't cut my hair in over a year, so. Really? Yep. You ever do, like, do you ever think about doing, like, hairstyles with it or no. something? No. Like, I like it how it is. Funny funny you say that. So, like, when I went, I went on um, to the, the frat house Friday, mm-hmm. and one of my brothers was there, and he was like, <laughs> oh, my God, Noah, I've never seen you without a hat before. You look so different. Because, like, mm-hmm. people forget, like, I have, like, bleached hair. Yeah. So, I'm like. The hair came out good, though. You don't need to lie to me. It looks like shit. Okay, well, you got the hat on, so I can't really yeah, say. Um, but what I saw on Friday, it looked good. But I also was it's okay. super stoned. It's so. okay. <laughs> I need to do it again, but I don't want to, like, cause my hair to fall out. Yeah, just wait twice. a bit kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally skipped class for this. Oh, shit, yeah, I completely... Oh, damn it, Noah. You did skip class for Better. this. It, it, honest, honestly... This is a lot more fun. More entertaining. Oh, my God, yeah. Do you know how crazy I am to sit here for, like, two hours just talking to myself on a microphone? That's not crazy. That sounds great. I think great. It's, it's better to talk into a microphone than to myself, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, That's true. Yeah, it's like, it's like my free therapist right here. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. literally free therapy. <laughs> I have mental issues. <sighs> we all do. Yeah. Do you believe... Okay. Do you believe everybody yes. has? You believe everybody has some type of mental health yes. issue. You don't think anybody's like just yeah. like okay. Yeah, nobody's okay. Interesting. I don't mean to say that like an like everybody's fucked everybody's up fucked inside. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I think of I think of uh, that lyric and can, can you uh, can you feel my heart? What lyric? <laughs> what lyric? <laughs> I can't drown my demons. They know how to swim. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, like yeah. the most like emo. Yeah, that's so like, edgy. <laughs> lyric ever. Um, yeah, I feel you. I can't drown my demons. They know how to swim. Yeah, yeah. tattooed right there. No, that's, uh, that's just like Bring cool. Me the Horizon. No gay shit, but they are so my like downer music. Like whenever I'm sad, like I want to cry, I play Bring Me the Horizon. Like it's so bad. Like, they uh, are my... I listen to them, like when they were like. Heavy as balls. No, yeah, they're like older them. shit, hundred percent. Like sad, the sadness never ends. Whatever. Like their yeah. album, there is a hell. That is my depression yeah. album. That's top tier, top tier. What other are your go to sad artists? Like when you're sad like, artists. Sad, oh my god, like, I have to like pull up my. <laughs> I have so, like I said, I have an absolutely insane, um, like music. Catalog. Um, catalog. Like, mm-hmm. Bonnie Vare. Um, uh, like, my sad artist. Like, Bonnie Vare, Elliot Smith, like, Father John Misty. Oh, Car Seat Headrest. Uh, oh, Car Seat Headrest? Car Seat Headrest. Also, like, co- Cocktail <laughs> Twins. Um, um, yeah, some, like, Slow Dice. Some, like, some fucking, uh, oh, Smashing Pumpkins. Some, like, Shoegaze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Here, my music, my music dump. Oh, yeah, my bloody Valentine. Any, like... Oh, that's a good song. It's um, like a guilty pleasure song. Yeah, <laughs> like some that. of my... Oh, oh, some really sad music. Oh, King Cruel. Love him. Um, yeah, anything that's kind of... Oh, Tame Impala. Some Tame Impala songs. Like Claro. When you're sad, Claro, you listen. Mac DeMarco. Uh, oh, Radiohead, definitely. Oh, Radiohead's a good option. Yeah. So when you're sad, do you listen Peck. to more like mellow music? Yes. Or you listen to more mellow down music? Yeah. yeah. Mine is like 
I start off with super sad, mellow, crying music, and then my playlist like progresses to super angry, like screaming music. So by the time the playlist is done, I'm like, I feel so much better. You know what I'm saying? I cried, yeah. I screamed, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I don't really listen to sad music very often. I don't. Li- I try not to intentionally listen to sad music. I feel like because I feel like when I purposely put on sad music, it makes me sad mm-hmm. and like. It just brings me down so much more than I need to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I really try to reserve that playlist for, like, sad moments. Yeah. I like, honestly, I listen to sad music crying. when I write because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of great writing material is birthed out of sadness. Yep. Out of emotion, man. Out of, like... Out of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it could be any emotion, too. Like, it's not just sadness or anger. Like love romantic songs stuff like that like being in love <sighs> writing about that stuff <laughs> my bad my bad uh, <laughs> oh man yeah 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 that stuff huh i didn't know you write like that so i didn't know <laughs> wait it's nothing like that dude i, I don't even know you wrote to like begin with like i don't know i didn't click I'm a in fucking my english major what do you think i do <laughs> I don't know, read fucking, like, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe or I, I, Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. That's what I read. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you like writing, though? Like, what's your... Because you said journaling, but do you like poetry? Do you like... Yeah. You like poetry a lot? A lot of poetry. A lot of, like, just, like, self-reflective shit. Mm. A lot of just, like, random, like, brain dumps. Yeah. Would you recommend people to journal? Like, pick up that hobby, like, for real? Or? Yes. Do it. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I like journaling... But I was like, I don't know. Like, I have a problem with consistency. But I feel like if I do it consistently, I'll feel like, not like, well, I feel like I would feel better. Yeah. You know? Take a designated time to do it and just do it. Yeah, just have like a journal and just, because like the idea of just writing about your day and just like reflecting on it and writing about how you feel like is, or how you felt during the day is, I think that's very good. Like self-therapy. I don't know what you would call that. Yeah, like, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't need to make sense. Like I said, yeah. I always say like, all it needs to do is stand for, is like represent something in that exact moment. If you look back a day later and you're like, what the fuck did I just write? It doesn't matter. Because if it made sense and it resonated with you in that exact moment, and if it acted as some kind of like emotional catharsis for you, um, you know, that's what that means, right? This is catharsis, right? In my hand. Dude, I don't, I was like, that's a stick and poke. <laughs> no, it's not a stick and poke. It's just a shitty tattoo. What does it mean? Uh, to release emotion. To release emotion? Yeah, yeah. So nice. I had that, I had nice. that like tattooed on me because I always sucked at it. So I wanted yeah. to like tattoo. Ever since I got tattooed, like I, I've been better at it. So it's doing its job. That's really good. Um, but yeah. You think your tattoos has helped you, like benefited you, or you're just like? Why? You feel more like cool, more confident. Or oh my god, self confidence. Yeah, yeah, dude, I feel badass. The many people are like, wow, those are sick tattoos, especially the ones that I have on my legs, like my knee. Yeah, the knee one. My knee tattoo. People are like, sick. wow. A cool tattoo. I'm like, thanks. I like uh, your. I'm not gonna kill the one myself on your today. Thigh. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you spared my life for the day. Thanks. Um, you feel good. <laughs> yeah. The one on your thigh is cool too. Yeah, that's my first one, so I'm glad I did that one. Yeah, that I'm glad. Cool. I'm glad I didn't get a shit tattoo. as my first tattoo. That's what you're trying to make me do. Get a shit tattoo. You're like, get a twenty dollar tattoo. They're not shit. Tattoo. This is a twenty dollar tattoo. Oh yeah, that's true. This is okay. That's not great, but there's better tattoos than that. True. That one's good for twenty bucks, though. I'm not gonna lie. This is twenty bucks. No, I'm kidding. Bro, um, no way. That one's a sick. I think that's like one of my favorite tattoos of yours. Yeah, this is cool. The, I like it a lot. The heart. Yeah, 
so cool. Heart leopard. It's a really good tattoo too. You know what I mean? It it's is. Done yeah. Really good. I want to go back to her and get one. Um, yeah, good Agreed. tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, tattoos definitely help with like self confidence. Um, mm-hmm. I feel a lot more badass. It's just cool that like I have like art to like represent like. Mm-hmm. Like you. Yeah, like, oh, man, sun, moon. I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. <laughs> I like the sun and the moon. I, I was like... going to be like, no corny shit, but do your tattoos have meaning? But no. then you just said that. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I think everything has, like, some kind of underlying meaning, but mm-hmm. there's no, nothing like, there's not a story behind it. I feel like one. if your excuse is that you just want it and it looks cool and it makes you feel good, that's a good enough, like... You, you know, don't need you don't need that's, a you don't need that's a reason. The story. That's the reason. You, you don't know? need a reason to get a tattoo. Just get it. <sighs> Stop. That's permanent. You don't like oh, yeah. uh, that's full me. point. It's permanent. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's cool, the whole point. That's scary. Listen, man. It's, this isn't this is this is a life lesson about commitment. And this is a lesson about I don't know. You you feel better about yourself when you get one. You really do. <laughs> you really do. You just I feel better when you get a tattoo. Just do listen. it. Listen, okay. Yeah. You feel better about that one, or? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I really do. You do? Because <laughs> people were like, oh, my God, what, what's that? And, like, I have a very funny story. Very <laughs> funny story surrounding this one. You see what had happened was. Damn it, there's two? <sighs> nice. Good job. Very cool. <laughs> oh, wait, so when did you get your septum done? Uh, June. June, like right before everything went downhill, or was it like when everything was going downhill? Oh, it was during everything going yeah. downhill. Mm-hmm. Hence why I got a septum piercing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm mentally ill, guys. I got a septum yeah. piercing. <laughs> oh my god, look at me. I'm so edgy. I got so edgy, so, yo. Uh, septum piercing. Honestly, I just, I feel like dudes with septums look cool. Mm. And I wanted to join that <laughs> you minority. Join of like the men who have septum piercing. I am the only frack out of the septum piercing. That is so true. In this whole damn campus, I swear. I'm surprised God. they don't make you like flip it or some shit like no, that. No, they don't care. Cool. They don't That's care. Good. They don't give a shit. Your frat's pretty cool. They're cool. I like them. Love those guys. Yeah, you uh, guys have like a tailgate thing this weekend, right, or something? Saturday, we do parents' weekend tailgate. I'm working security. Oh, you're working security. I'm working security. What do you mean you're working security? I'm working security. Um, uh, making sure everybody's like, I'm just making sure that like, if you paid, you get your band, and, and nobody t- sneaks ID. in. Uh huh. ID. Oh, sorry. Uh, we, I, sorry, yeah. dude. You, you said security. It's a I'm college tailgate. We're going to ID dude, you. Dude, listen. Um, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to scan your fate. Uh, <laughs> this is fake. Yeah. Can't come in. Dude, this is too, fl- this is too flimsy. Uh-huh. Can't come uh-huh. in. <laughs> You're like, recite your address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me see your Snapchat. Um, <laughs> Literally. Let me verify this is your actual age. Yeah. Like, um, basically just like, I have a list of like names that paid. And mm-hmm. um, gotta check people's list, get people their bands, make sure. That's sure chill, though. In. That's chill. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's just like shit we gotta do because, like, obviously, like tailgates are very expensive, and tailgates take a lot of manpower. So, like, yeah. everybody in the frats like required like volunteer. Everybody has a job. Kind yeah, of thing. everybody has a job to do. Your job's cool though. I would ask for security. I feel just like. for a little, yeah. Uh, my friend and I we're we're gonna wear matching suits, <laughs> or we're gonna have fake earpieces and like blacked out shades. Oh, We're taking please. this shit seriously. It's gonna look fucking badass. Oh, I'm gonna wear all black, like a black button up, black pants, more black loafers. Have my shades. Have a fake earpiece. It is gonna look so funny. Fucking like Men in Black or whatever. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. It's gonna be a riot. Dude, it's gonna be. A oh, movie. it's gonna be so fun. That's funny. How's it been going with your frat? What's it like being in a frat? 
Tell the people. I'm telling the people how it's like being in a frat. Well, we dress like men in black. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. Uh, honestly, I love it so far. Um, zero hesitations towards joining a frat. Um, it's been great. Yeah, there. It obviously comes with the cost, but it's just awesome having that like available social circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, of like guys, like hey, you want to like you know. Just let's like, hang out and watch football. Let's hang yeah. out. Let's go like get something to eat. Like and people will be like, yeah, like let's go, let's go do it. Like, um, it's great, it's great, it's great having that group of guys. Um, and I feel like with um, the frat that I'm in, um, we're like, we're like the anti frat. We're Ooh, yeah, diverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah, diverse, yeah. um, diverse. We're overall left leaning. We're overall. We have a high emphasis on making sure we have a safe, inclusive environment. We have a high emphasis on mental health. And respect. And respect. Mm-hmm. Like, my frat president is gay. He's a very feminine really? gay man. Yeah, yeah, Alec. Did I, don't I, don't know. I meet him? Yeah, I went, to, I went to the club with him. I went to the gay club with I him. I said that I meet oh, him. Oh, um, You went to a gay club, bastard? No invite? We gotta go to a gay club. Probably going, Wait, again. Probably going again tomorrow. Gasp. Yeah. Continue. Um, Gay gasp. No, I'm kidding. It was great. It was great. It was awesome. I had a great time. What um, would be your advice to men going into college who want to join a frat? Like, what should they look for? What should they keep in mind? Uh, don't say? compromise your morals to fit in with, with to fit in with a group of guys. Repeat it is so. That. It is so easy to do mm-hmm. that because you have the allure of joining this fraternity that throws all-out ragers and throws like these crazy tailgates and it's this massive house. But do not compromise yourself. Do not compromise what you believe in. Do not compromise what you feel is right. You will go through it through rush week. You will meet all the frats that you want to meet. You will meet some bad frats. You will meet some people saying some horrendous, misogynistic, racist Mm -hmm. shit. Do not take it. Do not rush it off. That is indicative of the entire group's values. If one dude is saying it, the rest of them, maybe they're not saying it, but they're agreeing with it. Yeah, they're just as bad as you for either passively, they're they're passively agreeing with it, or they're actively agreeing with it. They're letting it slide. Do not take that type of behavior. Do not tolerate it. Do not find yourself immersed within it. Do not compromise yourself. Make sure, one thousand percent, you find a group that you love, that you feel comfortable with, but you're going to be intellectually and emotionally stimulated by. That sounded really sexual. Emotionally <laughs> stimulated. Find a group of guys that you are going to grow with, that you are going to bond with, that it's going to be healthy for you. They're going to turn you into better people, better students, better citizens, you know, better whoever. Just, yeah, just better overall. people. Yeah, yeah, make you grow kind of thing. That's oh, really good advice. That's the whole point of a fraternity. That is the whole point of a fraternity. It's not the ragers. Yeah. Although they're nice. They're fun. They're a plus. We throw some pretty cool parties. Yeah. I vouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can have a frat that's like, has that, and that's the cool thing about like my frat. kind of thing. It's that, that balance between, like, work hard, play hard. Yeah. Work hard, play hard. We had the highest GPA on campus, but we don't fuck around when it comes to partying and tailgating and going out yeah. to the clubs. We have Brazilian DJs in our frat 
We don't fuck around when it comes to partying, Sick. but we make sure we get our shit done. Sick. So that's my that's my spiel. That's really good, really, really good advice. Because I know a lot of people like just want to join a frat for like the party reasons of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But because yeah. I think a lot is like the people like you hang out with kind of says a lot about you as well. Oh my like, god, yeah, you it surround does. yourself yeah. with. Yeah, but I've been to your frat. I've met some of your frat dudes, and they're pretty damn cool. Like they just all seem chill, good vibes. Like I don't like when I was there, I didn't feel like as a woman like not safe. Fucking, you know what I'm fucking saying? Fucking Dane. Oh my god, I love fucking. Love Dane. I love Dane. Dane. I still talk to him. Yeah, man. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love Dane was like, I want to take a picture with you because you met sleeping with sirens. Oh yeah. He's so cool. Uh, yeah, I hang out with Daniel. I was just hanging out with Dane yesterday. He's cool. Yeah. Um, I have a streak with him, actually, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You're his number one best friend on Snapchat. Am I really? Yeah, you wow, are. Wow, this is a lot. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's sick. I love that. It's um, really awesome. Every time he's, well, not every time he's with you, but there's been times where he's with you and he'll send like a selfie. Like, really? Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. were like at the library or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we always. Hey, you come come on by when we're hanging out, dude. I'm yeah. all, I'm all, I'm, I feel like I'm always hanging out with Dane. Um, Hell yeah, I'll slide. For um, sure. probably put the library tonight actually, because I have shit that I gotta do. No, is it five o'clock? Holy fucking! Is it five already, dude? It's Fuck. five o'clock, dude. Man. I keep forgetting it's a Tuesday. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, jeez, it's yeah. like another thing about college. I think every day is like Thursday or Friday or something. Yeah, and it's like Tuesday. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I forget the days, honestly. Literally, literally. <sighs> Do you have anything else you want to say on this podcast? Uh, or? I think I explained. I think the entire world has a pretty good grasp on who I am as a human being. Yeah, now I they hope, know who Noah is. Yeah, I hope they love me. Hope they love you. I hope they're blowing up your DMs. Like, man, who was that cool. lovable character on your show? You should really give him his own show. You should really have him on more often. He's pretty cool. Dude, yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure, bro. I don't know. I hope this doesn't like blow up in our face in three years or some shit. You know what? If I it does, so. if it does, we had a good time. Exactly. Good time. I don't know. Who knows? We'll probably have another podcast out in three years. You know, like this isn't going to be like yeah. the only time. Yeah, they'll forget about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, the trial run. Sure, the sure. trial yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. This is yeah. a trial run. For sure. For sure. For sure. Do you have anything else or you good? Oh, I think I've explained myself pretty thoroughly. Yeah, I think you're pretty good. Well, thank you, Noah, for being on this podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Very yeah. glad. Yes. Very cool, cool. Yeah, if 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 I if I want the world to know one thing, it's that Chris Franzak has interacted with me on Instagram. That's the coolest thing that has ever happened to me in my life. Seriously? No, it's up there. Is that like our biggest flex that Chris has like interacted with us yes. on social media? He interacted with you on social media? Yeah. Okay. A couple times, yeah. So is that like our biggest flex? I think the, so. Like if you guys get anything from this podcast is that Chris has interacted with us on social yes, media. That's, right. that's the whole moral of this, mm-hmm. the whole message. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. That's all. Yeah. It. With that can, being said. I can die a happy man. Huh? I can die a happy man. Yeah, that's we're it. good. We're good. Fuck mental illness. We're good. Yeah. All right, with that being said, thank you guys for joining in today's podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Hope you guys enjoyed. Follow my social media down below, and I will see you in the next one.